The hits of the 60s, 70s, and 80s on Kane 107.5. Welcome to the CH Coaches Show. I'm your host, Tony Landry. Uh, the CHS Coaches Show can be heard every Monday night from a little after 6 p.m. until 6.45 to the end of the football season. Then every other uh, week, uh, beginning in January to the end of the school year, and, of course, the CHS Coaches Show is brought to you in part by Armitar Jewelry, Gulf America Wild Rope, Romero's Power Sports, Sester Wealth Management, the Landscape Ranch, Freeman's Furniture, Allstate Credit, R&R Glass, uh, Coca-Cola, Hennigan Team Dentistry, the UPS Store, Catholic High School, uh, Muss and Patu, United Companies, B&L Engine Repair, along with Seahorse Manufacturing. We're here at the studios of Kane Radio at FM 1075 and AM 1240 at 107 West Main Street in downtown New Iberia, right next to Victor's Cafeteria. You can listen to the CHS Coaches Show while streaming on the Internet at www.kane1240.com. And you can now listen to CHS on the FM band at 1075. Also, so if you have an Alexa, just say Alexa, play Kane 1240, and it will. And, Coach, uh, on the show tonight, well, one of the toughest losses uh, I've seen Catholic High take uh, since you've been there and in the last few years with breakdowns as on special teams, some turnovers that were really costly uh, in last Friday night's game. Though uh, you got a game coming up this Friday night. Kane Radio will be there uh, coming to Panther Stadium for a big chance to get a leg up on the district championship for Catholic High. And it, uh, just give us a quick uh, synopsis of last uh, week's game against Franklin and what our fans can expect to see against the Louisville Tigers. Yeah, I mean, this was a, a tough this was a tough one to swallow, especially because I felt like we did everything that we needed to do to win a game with roughly 45 minutes. And then in about three minutes span, we, we, we squandered uh, two 10 point leads um, and really kind of finishing the game, you know, and, and, and I guess in some ways cruise control. And then, you know, within the last three minutes or so, we gave up 16 points, um, <clears throat> you know, and, and some of that was. You know, first the first touchdown that we we gave up early was on a defensive side. Uh, took some bad angles, um, and we, you know we talked on last <laughs> excuse me we talked in last week's uh, show about the athletes that they have, and you know if you give them a seam and you give them a crease and you don't do what you're supposed to do, they can take it to the house, and they did just that. Uh, we had just gone up uh, thirty, uh, excuse me, twenty three fourteen. Um, and, you know, like I said, feeling good, took about six minutes off the clock. And then, you know, we go back out on defense, and then first play, it's a touchdown. You know, so now we go back out on offense, um, and, you know, we, we go the length of the field. We take another six minutes off the clock. Now we're up 30 to 20, you know, feeling good about ourselves. And then this is when kind of the debacle took place. Um, you know, it's 30 to 20. We kick off. We give a kick return back for a touchdown. Now it's 30 to 26. Um, you know, and then they, they kick off to us, and uh, we, we, I guess, forgot that it's a live ball on kickoff, and we let them recover the football on the three-yard line, um, and we give up another six points right there, and then we go back out on offense and um, didn't do a great job uh, out, you know, as receivers and running the routes that needed to be run, and we held on to the ball just a little bit, and uh, their safety made a great play, came downhill and picked the ball off and returned it for a touchdown. And so now all of a sudden, you know, going up 30 to, tw- <laughs> 30 to 20, we're now looking at 30-30 with a minute left to go in the game. Oh, 38-30. Huh? 38-30, yeah, a minute left to go in the game with no timeouts. Uh, we came out, we threw a halfback pass, uh, uh, Chris Green to Will Russell, 
Uh, picked up roughly about 30 yards off of that. That was open. That was a great play. Put us uh, closer into you know to the end zone. Uh, and then Luke Landry did a really nice job evading a rush and kind of just squeezing onto that ball, trying to find somebody downfield. And then we hit Gunner Brown on a long pass. We went to go spike the ball uh, or clock it. And um, I, I don't know how this happened, but you know the umpire took the ball and put the placed the ball down. But he should have stood over the ball. The chains weren't even set. And when he placed the ball down, we snapped it, and then they called us for offsides, and there was clock malfunctions happening left and right. The clock, play, game clock was – I mean, it was, it was crazy. It was a lot of things that just took place in a three-minute time. And nonetheless, we, we walk out of there, you know, feeling great about how we played in 45 minutes, but pretty miserable how we played in the last three minutes. And, you know, we gave a team an opportunity, and we talked about it on the radio show last week. You know, you just can't give them chances. Um, and we kept giving them chances. We kept giving them hope, kept giving them. I mean, we even showed our kids on the sideline what their coaches' reactions were on some of the plays early on and some of the, the things that we were doing successfully. And you could just tell the air was just out of their sideline. And then, you know, it takes one big play on defense that we gave up. It takes a kick return. It takes a pick six. And then all of a sudden, you know, you, you, you're looking at the scoreboard going, how the hell did this happen? And it sure enough, it did. And um, it's unfortunate because I thought our guys did play well. Um, you know, and, and just didn't finish the game, you know, and that's yeah. what you got to do. You got to finish, you know, and that, that's that's a message to a young team, uh, to guys that, you know, haven't been playing a ton of football, you know, understanding the importance of you can't just play 45 minutes of good football. You got to play 48 minutes of good football. I'll tell you, I think in the first half, <clears throat> what, what really was a little, you know, I guess – kind of kept that hope alive early was we got the ball uh, in great field position on our first drive and we came away with three points and look three points is three points you know you always want to be able to put some type of points on the board but I thought a touchdown there would have been uh, a huge momentum shift for us and then you know we held them without actually scoring in the first quarter um, but then we wound up going up again ten, we wound up going up nine nothing we lost we, we missed an extra point um you know, and that's something that we've got to continue to address because we missed two extra points in the last two weeks, or excuse me, three extra points in the last three weeks. Um, you know, so now it's 9 nothing, and then we get what I would consider to be a bad call. I thought our kid did a great job, Jaden Mitchell, on a, on, on a play on a vertical ball on their sideline. They called a pass interference on it, and it gave them hope. And then instead of it being, you know, at the time, fourteen nothing. It's now nine, and they get ready to go score, and they make a nine eight. You know, and so nine eight is just totally different than fourteen eight. You know, or fourteen six, or because they're do nothing but to go for two point conversions. So, I felt like when that moment happened, it, it, it kind of, it was one of those things like you know this game could be hanging around. We could be letting this team hang in long enough, and sure enough, it wound up with exactly what happened. Um, but kudos to them. You know, I mean, you got to give credit where credit's due. They figured out a way in three minutes to score. I mean, they scored. 24 points in the fourth quarter. Yeah, you know? it seemed like most of the uh, scores came on uh, long passes or, of course, the yeah. the, the, the kick, kick return. return was a little over 80 yards. And, of course, the uh, pass interception uh, was yep. basically uh, intercepted and returned for a touchdown. Uh, I'm not so sure Probably close that about, was. It was about 50 yards. Oh, wow. Yeah, I, oh, mean, wow. It, yeah, he, I mean, he drove on that. On, on, we ran a choice route. He drove on it and just freaking took it to the house. We didn't have anybody there to – Get, and that's a good, very good football player, but too. You know, and if you, you, you maintain uh, that uh, possession, go down the field, field goal wins the game for Well, that's you, exactly you know. right, yeah. And I said, you know, it's a, it was a learning lesson. We had guys, you know, and one of the things we talked about on Saturday is, 
you know, not getting into your feelings, you know, just because the ball's not being thrown to you, you still have to run your routes. You that's can't, right. you can't you jog routes. You got to run them hard. You, you just, you never know. And that's a credit to Luke Landry in this. And I talked to our guys about it. I said, Luke, Luke has always got his eyes downfield. He's constantly looking for somebody. He almost to a fault, you know, and that's a great quality to have as a quarterback. As you especially got, a 15, 16 year old. There's too. no doubt about it. And he's only going to get better with it. But as I told our guys, I said, you know, not every route is going to, I mean, not every pass is going to come to you. And, uh, you know, you, you can't get into your feelings on, you know, I, I mean, he just doesn't throw me the ball that much. But at the end of the day, look, you might be catching the game-winning touchdown. You might be catching the pass that's going to put us in position to kick a field goal to win a game. So, um, you know, again, you know, losing sucks. It, it never is never easy. It's never good. Um, but you do learn a lot from it. Um, and, you know, guys were in situations that they hadn't ever been before, and, you know, they'll learn from it. You know, we'll learn from it. We'll learn from it as a team. And, you know, we're looking forward to, obviously, this upcoming week. And, you know, Coach O, our, our defense coordinator, said it to our guys today when we went over install. You know, he talked about you can't you can't love nothing more than just a rivalry week, you know, and it couldn't come at a better time for us. You oh, know yeah. I mean? It I just, agree. You know, and, and, you know, like he said, and I'm and – I'm, <clears throat> I'm I'm cut from the same cloth on this. I, I love the robbery. I love the fact that they call us the Red School. I love the fact they call us Dillisau, you know, junior higher. I love they don't even mention us as like human beings. You know, I think it's you hey, know, I, you're right. It, it's, I, it makes it for an inner parish rivalry. No, I mean it's it's great. You know, and I mean and 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 we accept it and we love it and and you know I mean it's just. You know, I mean, growing up in New Orleans and you play in the Catholic League, every game was a rivalry game. Pretty I hate, much. I hated Shaw. I hate Saint Aug. I hate <laughs> Jesuit. I hate Brother Martin. You know, what I mean, Dill. Oh, I, mean, I hear you. You, I you know, there's you. nothing about any of those people that I that I like. And when I say I hate, obviously that's not a yeah, yeah, choice got a, word. You but, got a heart with it. Yeah, 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 I know what um, you mean. But I mean, you know, we we want that, and you know, they they're no different than us. You know, so they're they're coming chomping at the bits. They're playing for a district opportunity too, as well, because what what we've done is is we opened the gate. Unfortunately. You know, we went yeah. last Friday or, you know, the gate's pretty much closed and it's really in our hands to, yeah, to win an out, out, outright right. district championship. Right. Um, you know, but now we're not in that situation. So, you know, we need to go out and take care of business this upcoming Friday, um, you know, and it's at our place, you know, and you can't love anything more than that than to play a rivalry game at your home place. So we're excited for sure. You know, Coach, uh, the two big uh, turnovers <clears throat> in that game both happened, uh, you know, late in the game. Uh, with a fumble uh, in, near the Panther goal line and then the interception. Uh, those two uh, those turn- turnovers, and you'd been pretty much just securing the ball throughout the last three or four games for your team. Uh, yeah, we, we, we felt you know, really – just strange, you know. Well, I, what I really think Jaden thought, Jaden Mitchell and Gavin Roy thought that on that last that, – that kick – that kickoff that they had after they scored that touchdown, uh, and we were up thirty to twenty six. I really thought they thought it was going to go into the end zone, oh, and okay. it took a bad hop, <laughs> and it just sat. You know, the grass was high. Uh, I mean, it, it was it, it wasn't green. It was more like yellowish, and it just uh, it sat. It just sat right there, and you know they. I don't think they. I think they underestimated how fast they were, and they got there in a hurry, and they they picked the ball up. Even if we secure the ball on the three yard line. You know, we feel pretty good about the fact that we would be, I mean, because we were moving the ball up and down the field. Like I said, we had created two almost five- to six-minute drives, yeah. you know, scoring touchdowns. Ran for you know. 120 yards, through for 142. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, we had a good day That's on offense. 300 I mean, yards of offense just yeah, about. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, so, I mean, we felt good about just as long as we, I mean, all, all we really need to do is just recover it. I mean, it would have been tough sledding doing it from the three-yard line, but, you know, at least we would have had it, and we would have had downs. And we would have had an opportunity to run some of that clock off, but uh, that's not what happened. And you know, and then 
you know, again, we just weren't running our routes the way we needed to and, and, and made it even easier for an interception. And But I will say this, though. I am proud of the fact that – I am proud of the fact that we actually – found a way to give ourselves a chance to at least get in the end zone at the end of the game and you know that because we were not in the greatest of field position um when we started that last drive and that halfback pass was a nice play uh chris to william russell and then luke to to uh to uh, gunner brown was a great play um and then we threw it into the end zone ball bounced after actually one of their helmets and it went in the back of the end zone you know so but i mean i was glad that we were able to even give ourselves an opportunity a chance to even be in a situation to possibly tie it up because uh, you know that necessarily hadn't been the case in the previous year so i mean uh, you know credit, credit to our kids on that part but we're gonna have to flush this one and uh we're moving on we learned from it as we said uh today uh and then on saturday on film we're, we're gonna move on and we're gonna get ready for this uh this upcoming week yeah, it's uh, like I, I mentioned to you in a note to you this morning that, uh, you know, uh, with the Lorville uh, Tigers coming to Panther Stadium and Kane Radio will be there for the game uh, uh, Friday night. Uh, basically, uh, you beat Lorville and then you got to take on West St. Mary and, and you got to be blind uh, to know that they've had plenty of issues this yeah. year uh, uh, with West St. Mary, playing a lot of younger kids and all. But, uh, you know, Coach Terry Martin's going to bring his Lorville Tigers. If you don't think they're going to be fired up, they're going to oh, be absolutely. fired up as well. Yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, Terry does a great job. You know, I got a lot of respect for him. Um, and obviously, his team has done fairly well against us in the last two years. And, you know, we talked about on the radio show about. You know, Owen Delcom from last year's debacle over there. I mean, but this is a team that we most definitely owe. I mean, and our kids are excited about this game, and our community is excited. I think both school communities sure. are excited about it. So I anticipate a packed house. I love it. I hope there's 15,000 people in the stands. <laughs> I bring, bring everybody that you possibly can because uh, it'll be a good one. Yeah, you're right, Coach. Well, let's go ahead and take our first break. we got a lot to talk about with the Lorville game coming this uh, Friday night at Panther Stadium. Kane Radio will be there, FM 107.5 and AM 1240. We'll be back with more of the CHS Coaches Show right after this. We have a new player on the field, and he's ready for kickoff with a delicious ice-cold Coca-Cola and the kick. Ice giving him a little trouble as a few cubes shake loose. He's probably going to pour it here, and he does. The glass is full. Can he go all the way? He did it! Oh, wow! And just listen to that fizz! That might have been the most refreshing thing that I've ever seen. Coca-Cola. Taste the feeling. Catholic High School is dedicated to the development of 4th through 12th grade students through academic excellence and Christ-centered values rooted in caring discipline, compassion, and zeal. CHS offers a variety of classes to serve all students, including band, photography, dual enrollment college credit courses, as well as 14 sports for male and female students. Call us today for your personal tour and visit www.chspanthers.com for more details. BNL Engine Service is in need of two diesel technicians who are experienced in repairing and servicing 18-wheelers. You must have your own tools, transportation, and a clean driving record. Pay is dependent upon experience. Benefits include employee health care, holiday pay, and vacation pay. Call 337-365-2111 for more information. Once again, call 337-365-2111. It's Armentor Jewelers, your hometown jewelers, for all the latest fashion ideas in jewelry, watches, and diamond engagement rings. At Armentor Jewelers, we specialize in custom designs, remounting your older jewelry into something brand new. Graduation rings, traditional and unique for all area schools. 
affordable fashion jewelry and watches. Service, quality, and value. Always at Armentor Jewelers. Dale Street in New Iberia and Park Lafayette. Armentor Jewelers for the special moments in your life. Hi, I'm Tony Landry for Gulf America Wire Rope in Catholic High School. And at Gulf America Wire Rope is an all-field service company which is dedicated to speedy customer service and technical leadership. Gulf America Wire Rope is owned and operated by brothers Jed and Drew LeBlanc, both CHS graduates. Their knowledge and leadership skills were obtained through CHS has brought them success in the business world. Go visit Jed and Drew at their Broussard location, and they're always ready to talk CHS sports. And remember, go Big Red. From the Kawasaki Ninja Sports Bikes to the Kawasaki Jet Ski Watercraft, Kawasaki and Romero Power Sports makes it easier than ever to put yourself on your dream machine. Right now, Romero Power Sports and Kawasaki are offering their lowest payments of the year on all Kawasaki vehicles. Choose from the great lineup of Kawasaki motorcycles, ATVs, watercraft mule utility vehicles, and the Terex lineup of SUVs. Whatever you need, Romero Power Sports and Kawasaki offer great prices, financing, and the famous Romero service after the sale. Kawasaki and Romero's Power Sports let the good times roll at 900 South Lewis Street in New Iberia. The hits of the 60s, 70s, and 80s on Kane 107.5. Welcome back to the CHS Coaches Show here on Kane Radio, FM 107.5 and AM 1240. And, uh, Coach, uh, as we talked a little bit uh, earlier in the broadcast about the Lorville Tigers and head coach Terry Martin coming to Panther Stadium Friday night. Uh, our pregame begin about 6.30 and kick off around 7 o'clock. And uh, as you mentioned, uh, man, this is pretty much uh, for the district championship. Uh, yeah. Even though Lorville was beaten by Ascension Episcopal, uh, you beat Ascension Episcopal. And if you beat Lorville, yeah. uh, you'll win the district championship. And, and like I said, yeah, you still have a game left to play. But the problems West St. Mary's had for the last uh, few weeks, it's, uh, you know, they had their issues playing a lot of young players in there. They're getting uh, beat pretty well in the last few games. But meanwhile, it's Lorville Friday night, Panther Stadium, and the air is going to be electric, I can assure you. Yeah, no, for sure. And, and I'll talk a little bit later <clears throat> on the show about some of the things that we got going on at Catholic High that, uh, you know, we definitely want to let people know about to come on campus and, uh, and, and enjoy not only the upcoming game but some other festivities that we have. You know, Lorville, you know, obviously they're sitting at 4-4. Four and four. They got a pretty tough loss that they had on Thursday at their place to Ascension. Um, you know, I think, I think Ascension beat them 24 nothing. Uh, really kind of had their way with them. And, you know, that's pretty uncharacteristic of a Terry Martin team or a team that I know Terry has coached over the last two years. Um, so they're definitely, you know, they got an extra day uh, in, t- in terms of preparation because they played Thursday. Um you know, uh, you know, the, of this past week against Ascension, um, you know, and they'll be they'll be you know fired up and ready to come in and and you know and take something from us because if they do win, then obviously the the it flips into their favor, which is you know it it, it kind of balances that out even another way. So it'll be interesting. But if we take care of our business, you know, then we don't have to worry about any of that, and that's all we're concerned about. You know, as far as Lorville goes. You know, offensively, everything everything really revolves around number twenty two. They're running back. Um, he's a special player. He's a good football player. He plays hard. He runs hard. He runs with a purpose. He has an intention about it. He's got bad intentions when he's running, and he can scoot. He can go. You know, so our focus this week is obviously stopping him. He's got they got some other players. I think number seven uh, for them. Uh, he's a little 
you know, kind of does a little bit of everything. He's like a scat back at times. Uh, they give a little shovel pass to him every once in a while. They give him jet sweep. He does a good job in uh, uh, in the passing game. He's a threat. He's, you know, I wouldn't call him necessarily a huge vertical threat, but he is a, a deeper threat, you know, in that middle zone area. He does a good job catching the ball, um, and they try to get, a, you know, get the ball to him in space. So he's another young man that we've got to be concerned about. You know, their quarterback's a good player. You know, um, he throws a, a pretty decent ball and, and gets the ball where it needs to be at on time. Uh, that's number three. And then number nine, uh, which also plays a little bit of quarterback uh, freshman, he's actually uh, my, my best friend and college roommate. It's his son, and, you know, so it'll be interesting coaching against him. It's crazy how, I guess, how old I'm getting that, you know, we're getting to that point. I start coaching guys that I played ball with, their kids. But, uh but he's a good player too. He's a guy that possibly could see a quarterback um, as well. So they got you know up front. I think that they're a solid offensive line. Um, you know it would be interesting to see. You know they kind of were two different offenses the way that we perceive it. There were two different offenses early on in the year. In the first part of the year against like Erath and Vermilion Catholic, we we feel like they were more of a ten personnel team. Kind of I don't want to say spread it out, but they were using spread formations you know they were in trips a lot they were in doubles a lot um tight end sparingly and then as the season progressed i think they kind of found their groove in playing with two tight ends playing with two tight ends and two backs two tight ends and one back and really just kind of feeding the rock to 22 you know what i mean and just kind of just keep working and working and working him and it's worked for him you know they're sitting at four and four right now if i'm not mistaken and uh you know they've had some success um you know, throughout the course of the year on offense. And so, you know, we got our work cut out for us, and obviously we faced our share of good running backs. You know, Parkview Baptist had a good one. Vermilion Catholic had a good one. You know, Erath had a good one. Leesville had an exceptional one. Um, You know, and then everybody else that we've played pretty much, you know, has had guys that, you know, that can go. But, you know, I think if we can stop 22, I think we feel pretty good about ourselves. Uh, on the defensive side, and, and coach, uh, with regards to that, I know uh, over the years uh, we do we've done a lot of Delcom games. Uh, I mean, Delcom, excuse me, Lorville games at uh, the Tigers, and uh, they always seem to, uh, they, you know, they they play a lot of. I'd say not a lot, but they have their share of two way players like you do also. Yeah, and in certain situations you'll put somebody out there on offense who can play defense and play pretty well, and just to take advantage of his athleticism. But uh, Delcom, uh, I mean, I said it again. Lorville always has. As a, uh, a fine running back, it just seems like last year uh, Ethan Simon's uh, older brother was a fine back for yeah, him for too. sure. And uh, the, so they've had their share of good running backs. I can remember back in the day. This is going back thirty years. Derwin Antoine might have been uh, other than uh, 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 the uh, Butsy Wallet, the best running back in the history of the school. But uh, those guys, uh, they. Lorville and the Kirk Crochet, they set a lot of records. Kirk just never could pull that rabbit out of the hat. Uh, closest he got to the dome was back in 2000, I think it was, when they got beat by Kentwood, a pretty good Kentwood team uh, who had an LSU signing on that team. But uh, Lorville, big rivalry, has been for many years in that regard, Coach. And uh, and since uh, both schools uh, have about uh, equal enrollments, and that's why they're playing in the same district at one time, Catholic High was in a double-A. Uh, Lorville was still in single-A, but uh, both teams have been playing in that district quite some time now, and 
It's Lorville, I guarantee you. They, uh, I'm going to say uh, who's going to turn out the lights in Lorville come yeah. uh, Friday night. No doubt. The, they're going to bring a lot a of crowd. stores might be closed uh, pretty oh, early. To get over here. <laughs> That's right. And I know the Panther faithful uh, are seeing uh, revenge in their eyes uh, with the last couple of games against the Tigers. So, uh, and the way Catholic High is playing this year, they want to roll. Uh, stubbed their toe last Friday night, but. Uh, Things like that tend to happen, and uh, I noticed Franklin didn't turn the ball over at all last week. No, and uh, uh, that, correct me if I'm wrong. I might be a little unusual for them uh, it, it is. in that regard. So, uh, yeah, they played a pretty. They play, you know. I mean, when you watch them on tape, I mean, that's part of the reason why I think their record is not as good as they, it could have been, is because they just they find themselves making foolish mistakes, kind of like what we did at the end of the game. They just did it, you know, throughout the course of the game, um, you know, and they didn't do it against us, and so. You know, that's a big reason as to why we finished with a, a, a loss and they finished with a win. Um, <clears throat> you know, talk a little bit more about Lauraville. You know, we talked about their offense. You know, defensively, you know, as you mentioned, um, a lot of those guys will go both ways. And just like us, we got guys that will go both ways too as well. Um, you know, we, we, we'll see prob- more than likely a four-man front, uh, two backers, you know, in the box with two high safeties. I think we've done enough now to show that, you know, most teams are, are, you know, even Franklin, you know, played us with the one high safety, which I guess is a good thing because that shows the amount of respect that I think they have in our passing game that we've been able to do over the course of the year. Um, so I would imagine that Lauraville does something pretty similar to how they played against Ascension Episcopal or even Vermilion Catholic because um, I think our offense is kind of stout, you know, pretty well together when you blend AES and, and Vermilion Catholics uh, and you put those two offenses together. So, for, for us, you know, obviously we got to establish the run. That's what's been successful for us. Uh, we're going to try to do our best to continue to get Luke out of the pocket, um, you know, and find those open receivers and throw it to him early enough when they are open and let him get some yards after the catch. Uh, but we're definitely going to continue to feed, you know, uh, Denham Mason and Javon Brown. Um, keep relying on our offensive line, who's done a really good job all year and continuously have played well. Um, and just keep keep pounding the rock, you know, because that really opens up everything. I know you had said, I think we had over 120 yards uh, last Friday and close to 120-something, in, you know, in the air, uh, which is pretty complimentary to how we want to play the game. So, you know, we're going to definitely, uh, you know, we have some things, you know, in terms offensively that we do like against them. Um, you know, but, you know, pretty much anything that's in our playbook we feel pretty comfortable with uh, just because we're seeing something that we ourselves – on defense do similar you know the last couple of weeks we've been having a practice against teams that don't do things that you know our defense does you know and so it's been nice like today at practice was pretty awesome because you know we didn't have to stop to say no you got to play it this way no do it like this do it this way so that was obviously an advantage for us and you know now obviously terry could be over there listening right now and saying, well i'm gonna scratch everything and do this and do that but um it's week nine so you know you don't you don't anticipate too much changes you are kind of who you are at this point yeah um but no, I mean, I, you know, like I said, everything everything goes with the run for us, and so if we feel like we can get Denim Mason and Javon Brown, and some of the, you know William Russell's another one, um, then we can get the ball into guys like Chris Green and Jaden Mitchell's hands early on. I think we, you know, we got a chance to be pretty successful on Friday. Uh, Coach, uh, one thing I want to bring up, and it was, uh, I guess, with regards to last uh, week's last Friday's game, the last three minutes. I'm sure uh, you're going to work a little bit more on special teams uh, and maybe uh, correct some of those uh, mistakes yeah. that took place. Yeah, I mean, you know, one one of the things was, you know, we got – and we talked about it on Friday in our tips and reminders that we do in our seventh-hour period. You know, it's natural for 
a team when the ball's on the ground to kind of pull up and expect that when that ball's on the ground for the other team that they're going into shutdown mode, right? They're going into a level of, like, panic, and the best thing that they're going to do is just hurry up and jump on the ball. With Franklin, they almost thrive in those moments when when things are not normal and they're abnormal. They turn abnormal into special. And that's really kind of what happened, you know, over the course of the game was that they had moments like that where, you know, balls on the ground and we kind of pull up a little bit because we just assume that they're going to just, you know, I'm not going to say stop, but in some way stop, and they don't. They pick up the ball up and it's backyard football and just let, right. let me just go do me, you know, type right. deal. Um, so this week in special teams, we're kind of getting back to some of the things that we, we, we've kind of gone away from. We worked on landmarks again, kind of, you know, fine-tuning that on the kickoff because obviously we gave up a kickoff return. Uh, we went and did some, you know, some more drill work, um, you know, that needed to be done, worked on some tackling. And, you know, you know to answer your question, yeah, I mean, and, you know, if you if you look on paper, and, and this is not a knock on Franklin, I mean, because they go for two-point conversions, and there's a reason why, because they lack in a kicking game. Whereas, you know, we, we preached about being special on special teams, and unfortunately on Friday night we were not special on special teams. It was the other way around. They were more special on special teams than we were. So that is obviously a point of emphasis this week is to – you know, get back to that. Yeah, and we're clean, challenging clean it. it up a little bit. Yeah. We're, chal- we're challenging our kids. You know, I mean, that's a that's the biggest thing is is we're not going out to recruit new kids. It's the same kids that'll play on this upcoming Friday with the kids that played last Friday. They just got to do a better job of executing their assignment. So yeah, for sure, we're going to definitely look at uh, addressing. And we already have you know on this Monday's practice, we already have. So Catholic High Friday night, uh, Laurelville Tigers coming to town in a big district matchup. Uh, pretty much. Uh, Catholic High can secure a district championship uh, or Lauraville can make it a three-way uh, Donnybrook, uh, so to speak, mm-hmm. uh, with Ascension Episcopal, Lauraville, and Catholic High coach. So uh, in the meantime, a uh, big game for the Panthers. Healthier teams, pretty good other than the knickknacks yeah. you may yeah, have. Yeah, the, the, the only one that we have that, you know, significant. I mean, we really only have one injury that, you know, now has put somebody on the sideline, John David Odalgo, who's number 27 for us, played uh, linebacker. Um, he was out early on in the year after our red and white scrimmage, had a little ankle injury, took him a little while to get back, and he had been playing some really good football and just had a, a freak incident that took place at practice, nothing major, just on a kickoff and hit his hit his shoulder and then, you know, felt the tingling went down. And so, you know, John David's an excellent baseball player. And, you know, I mean, with, with – and it was just throwing shoulder. So it was one of those things that we just said in the best interest of the kid, it would be better for him did, to just – Did he miss last week's game? Oh, he's been – he's missed the last two weeks. Okay. So, yeah, so he uh, hasn't okay. played – actually, I don't think he even played in Ascension, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe maybe he played in Ascension. I think he played Eunice in Ascension, and it was going into the Delcom week. Yeah, and I think that's what it was. Okay. So he didn't play in Delcom. He didn't play in France. So he's going to be out the remainder of the season. He, okay. We're not, we're not going right. to get him back. Okay. All right. Well, that seems fair enough, uh, Coach. Let's go ahead and take a, just a short break and get, come back maybe and tell us a little bit about some of the other sports uh, going on in Catholic High right now. So you listen to Kane Radio, the CHS Coaches Show here on FM 107.5 AM 1240. We'll be back uh, with other sports right after this. Looking for a quick and easy no-hassle loan? Look no longer and go visit Sherlow or Ruby at Allstate Credit. The good folks at Allstate Credit are willing to help you with a small loan. They will treat you as a special and personable customer because they've been serving New Iberia for almost a half a century. So stress no longer. Come visit Sherlow or Ruby at Allstate Credit at 1112 Center Street or call them at 364-4538. Allstate Credit all the time. Hi, I'm Corey Averick, owner of R&R Glassworks. 
We specialize in auto and truck glass repair and replacement, window motors and frameless shower doors. We also handle plexiglass and storefront repair and replacement. Give us a call at 365-9311 or come by and see us at 1006D 20 Orpit Road in New Iberia. So for all your glass needs, remember R&R Glassworks. Thank you and God bless. The hits of the 60s, 70s, and 80s on Kane 1075. Welcome back to the CHS Coaches Show here on Kane Radio, FM 107, uh, 5 and uh, AM 1240. And, Coach, uh, I know there are other sports taking place on the Catholic Highball, and a couple of them really gearing up, too. We're talking about uh, basketball getting ready to open up for the boys and the girls, and also soccer, and, and volleyball is probably trending, and yep. uh, just a lot going on at Catholic High. I do. Before we get into those other sports, I'll talk about volleyball and also talk about cross country just briefly. Uh, we do have this Friday, October 28th, besides the game at 7 p.m. against Lorville, we have what's called Fall Carnival from 5.30 to 6.30 p.m. all at CHS Practice Field, which is going to be on uh, Admiral Doyle um, right there by Bank Street and uh, Admiral Doyle. All CHS and Lorville fans are welcome. Uh, it's called Trunk or Treat, Hot Dog, Snowball, Carnival, Games, Tailgating, and more. So if you are interested, between 5.30 to 6.30, come on out to Fall Carnival and, uh, and enjoy yourself uh, before you head into the game at 7 o'clock. I do have an update from Coach Brew on cross country. The district meet is tomorrow at Eagle Ridge Golf Course. So yeah. I'll have an update next Monday yeah, when we get on the show. That's out in K. That's right. We, we found that out last time. And then um, from volleyball, from Coach Gary Westcott, he says uh, the current the girls are currently uh, twenty and twelve, and they're ranked number eleven in the power ratings as of today. Uh, they're going into the last week of the season. Looks like just a first round by district playoff. We'll be home November second, and we'll travel for second round, um, which will more than likely play a top eight, um, or and then the top eight play at home. Uh, they play St. Martinville this Tuesday for the district championship. Uh, they play ARCA at home on Wednesday for senior night at 5 p.m. and JV and six. Excuse me, at 5 p.m. and JV at 6 p.m. Varsity. Excuse me, senior night against ARCA Wednesday. 5 p.m. is JV and 6 p.m. is Varsity. There we go. We have three seniors. Uh, we mentioned them before on the show: Laura Leapery, Madeline Claus, and Olivia and Sesta. Three wonderful young ladies. I taught them my first year at Catholic High in uh, theology. Um, so I want to wish them well. And they, you know, they've had a great. Uh, career here at Catholic High in volleyball. And then they play in the Spooktacular Tournament on Friday at, and Saturday at ESA. Uh, some current leaders for the volleyball team kills Madison Broussard, 214. Blocks Madison Broussard, 46. Assists Laura Leapery, 442. Digs Madeline Claus, 390. Aces Sanaya Rahim, 62. And service points Laura Leapery, 254. So good luck to our volleyball girls as they get ready to head into the last week of the season and make a run for the playoffs. And obviously our cross-country runners in their district meet tomorrow. I will have an update on swimming. They've kind of had a hiatus with swimming at this point in time, but Coach Maria said that she will give me an update. And then obviously as we continue on on the show, we'll have more things as we get ready to start talking about basketball and soccer. Um, but if you're not doing anything this Friday, come pack the stadium, wear your red and white. Um, and uh, come help cheer on the Panthers to go get a victory and win a district title against Lorville. Yeah, that's going to be a big game, as you said, Coach. And uh, good to see the other things taking place at school. But like I said, uh, I'm not sure. Are they allowed to uh, play uh, softball and baseball? Uh, they have fall drills, things of that nature, do you so, know? So, yeah, so they're, right now our school, they're doing four-on-ones, um, you know, which is – 
um, in line with how the LHSA has handled uh, off-season sports over the course of many, many years. Um, so, the, the, you know, we do have so- baseball and softball dabbling and doing a little bit of things like that for sure. And uh, with regards to that, also, Coach, uh, with, uh, you know, the select and non-select, have you heard many coaches tell you uh, – how it fell? Did you hear of anybody uh, getting put back in the uh, non-select for, that no. were placed? You had anything with any of your contemporaries uh, mention anything about that? No, sir. Okay, so. not not of right now. I just know that there's 24 teams that are going to be in our select uh, division, okay. and then top eight get a bye, and then uh, you know we're sitting right now at 13. So it'll be interesting if we you know we win Friday, we win next Friday, where we'll finish at you know maybe maybe 12, maybe 11, maybe 10, just give or take. Um, I don't think we'll get anywhere close to jumping up to eight. So, and if we finish anywhere before, if we spend, if we finish above, I think fourteen, maybe even fifteen, we should be able to get a first round home playoff game, okay. which would be great. Yeah, that would be important. So, uh, anyway, coach, good luck to you Friday night. Kane Radio is going to yep, be there to then. do the broadcast. So, uh, with that, the CHS Coaches Show was brought to you in part by Armitage Jewelry, Gulf America Wild Rope, Romero's Power Sports, Cessna Wealth Management, the Landscape Ranch. Freeman's Furniture, Allstate Credit, r r Glass, Coca-Cola, Hennigan Team Dentistry, the UPS Store, Catholic High School, Mustin Patu, United Companies, B&L Engine Repair, along with Seahorse Manufacturing. And with that, we're going to say good night and God bless and see you at the game Friday night. Freeman's Food and Furniture has been locally owned and operated since 1941. With their 18,000 square foot showroom floor, Freeman's Furniture Store is certain to have what you're looking for. Need a comfortable mattress? Tempur-Pedic and Sealy are like no other, and they're only available at Freeman's. With 60-month interest-free financing, you couldn't sleep better. Freeman's Food and Furniture Complex, located on the corner of Hopkins and Admiral Doyle Drive, right here in New Iberia. Visit Freeman's soon. We have a new player on the field, and he's ready for kickoff with a delicious ice-cold Coca-Cola. And the kick. Ice giving him a little trouble as a few cubes shake loose. He's probably going to pour it here, and he does. The glass is full. Can he go all the way? He did it! Oh, wow! And just listen to that fizz! That might have been the most refreshing thing that I've ever seen. Woo! Coca-Cola. Taste the feeling. Catholic High School is dedicated to the development of 4th through 12th grade students through academic excellence and Christ-centered values rooted in caring discipline, compassion, and zeal. CHS offers a variety of classes to serve all students, including band, photography, dual enrollment college credit courses, as well as 14 sports for male and female students. Call us today for your personal tour and visit www.chspanthers.com for more details. BNL Engine Service is in need of two diesel technicians who are experienced in repairing and servicing 18-wheelers. You must have your own tools, transportation, and a clean driving record. Pay is dependent upon experience. Benefits include employee health care, holiday pay, and vacation pay. Call 337-365-2111 for more information. Once again, call 337-365-2111. The hits that stand the test of time. The hits of the 60s, 70s, and 80s on Kane 107.5.